to the Your World Podcast! That was a little loud. That was, it was very loud. Let's tone it down a little bit. Okay. Welcome to the Your World Podcast. I'm Jacob. I'm Trevor. And I'm Andrew. Yes, we have one of the many Andrews in the office. I think we have probably about, what are we at, five? Five Andrews? Uh, let's see. We, we could list them by last name, but yeah. we won't. We've got this Andrew. one, and then we've got the other one. Yep. Uh, and then we've got the other one. Okay, yep. Uh, and then we've got... The fourth th- one. That one. Yeah. And then we've got the one that comes in once a week. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, I, that actually... I think we might even have another one on top of that as well. Mm-hmm. It is easier if we just list them, but right. honestly, I'm just... So, I, I know two for sure. Well, hold on. Let me just... Hold on. I was just going to find all of the guys. All of the Andrews. We have four. We have four. Okay, so we have five, including the one that comes oh, in no. once a week. Five. So six, including one because that comes there's in. an Andy. Oh, seven. Right. And we have to there's keep two, coming there's up with two Andys. Right. And four Andrews, and then a fifth Andrew <laughs> that comes in once a week. Uh, we are slowly taking over the company. No kidding. I mean, you could make your own department. Have like the department of Andrews. It's a very common name for, for the generation, I guess. I wonder how many Andrews are actually named Andrew now, like of parents having kids, like currently. Now, what's interesting is I know that the one Andy is definitely an Andrew, but I don't know if the other Andy is an Andrew or if he's just an Andy. Because some people are named Andy, and that's weird. It's like people who are named Matt without yes. actually being named Matthew. This week, <laughs> we are talking about features. And then we're going to talk about art updates, mm-hmm. uh, postcards. Yep. We're going to do another segment of Better, Better Known no, no, Viking. Those are really low one. That with Andrew. Yeah, with Andrew. Uh, hey, but we'll also be talking about player questions. Yep. Got uh, and we've got a question for you. And I'm excited about this one. Yep. I'm really excited. So better It's stay less tuned. of a question and more of a task. Yeah, and I like it's a fun task. You've it's got t- homework this week. You do. Uh, and in a perfect world, which we're about to talk about, mm-hmm. you have time for... For the homework tomorrow, if the podcast gets out in time. It probably won't. Yeah. Uh, but in a perfect world, you should know what the task is in advance and do it. What are you looking at? That shirt is so not supportive of Donovan Woods. <laughs> I know. I love it. <laughs> I, one of my favorite Canadian artists is Donovan Woods. He's from Sarnia, Ontario. And yep. he has a shirt that says, Donovan Woods is okay. Yep. And it's great. That's When I bought it from him. That is correct. I bought it from See, him. This, I said, is, this is the shirt I was talking about. Yeah. yeah. The record That's one. That's kind of like the one that you had. Yeah. Yeah. When I bought this nice shirt, him. what are you wearing today? <laughs> uh, I'm wearing a uh, Kimbo Slice shirt. Nice. MMA for life. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, hey, speaking of features, yep. we are doing it. This is happening. The server migration is officially happening tomorrow. By the time that you listen to this podcast, it will probably have happened. And you may not even be able to know that you should be able to listen to the podcast. Yes. Because the forums will be down. Exactly. Uh, and basically all of the things will be down. Mm-hmm. Uh, it will still go up on Podbean, so if you That's have true. it set up as an RSS feed for Podbean, you're pretty much all set. That is assuming it goes out before 10 a.m. tomorrow, which is pretty uh, pretty ambitious. I don't know. Why don't you just be ambitious? <laughs> I am ambitious. I am ambitious. Nope. Joke of the week. <laughs> uh, so what does that server migration mean for players? It means a whole bunch of things. Mm-hmm. One, server is going to be faster. Yep. That's way better. I think if items are hopefully going to load faster, they in should your, definitely in your load faster. It also like is going to open up a ton of potential for new feature yes. creation. Yeah, and that's the big thing. Um, like certain stuff that took, you know, 
300 milliseconds before, which in computer world is actually a very long time because mm -hmm. one third of a second is a very, very long time yep. when you are doing a million transactions. Uh, we'll go down to like five milliseconds, I've heard. Oh, that's amazing. For some stuff. That's like instant. And the problem is uh, it will be noticeable for some things, but mm -hmm. a lot of the gain won't be noticeable. Yep. There will still be maybe some things that won't be that noticeable. Yes. So what does this mean for players? Uh, the speed up stuff, as we sort of mentioned. Mm -hmm. uh, there is going to be some downtime tomorrow. Yep. It's uh, going to be about, what, five hours? Uh, it's hard to say. Yeah. So what the projected downtime tomorrow is, is 4 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, mm -hmm. which would put you at All 1 in the morning. so irrelevant because the podcast is going to come out after. Yes, I know. Okay. But we still have to record it because if it comes out early, yeah. then away True. we go. Uh, so, you know, it'll be 1 a.m. Pacific Standard Time mm -hmm. uh, and other times across the world. Yep. You can go to timezone.com and it will tell you what time it should be. But our planned outage time is from 4 a.m. Eastern, which is our time, to 11 a.m. Eastern. Mm -hmm. uh, however, because it is a massive undertaking and a large migration, that we may... can't give you an exact window of how long it may actually take. Yep. If something goes wrong, which it very well could, then we will have to deal with that because we would rather have a working game than a broken game that is running. Exactly. Uh, so... Uh, you know, everybody cross your fingers. <laughs> 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We should be back up tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And everybody gets sweet, sweet prizes. We also get Server Snake, I think, for tomorrow is what I've heard. Maybe. Potentially. Maybe. I it's... really hope so. But sweet, sweet prizes are the big thing. Yeah. Uh, because everybody who has played the game in the last 14 days mm -hmm. uh, that logs into the game will get their level times 500 in coins. Whoa. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's a heck of a lot of coins. Yeah, to help make out or make up for make out help <laughs> make up for make. the coin the daily coin bonus that you're yep. gonna miss and a couple other things. So yeah, a lot of big changes um, on the backside of things. You won't probably notice a lot of them, but they are for us to help create better things in the game, yep. and it gives us a lot of potential, which is this really is exciting. something that we've been meaning to do for a long time, yes. and we are finally ready to do it. Yes, uh, and you know the the real reason for it when you think about it is that. Your world is now eight years old. Oh, man. That's crazy. Uh, which means that your world is running on eight-year-old server technology. That's not great in the modern world. Mm -hmm. So we needed mm -hmm. to sort of modernize that back-end tech, and we've done that. We did it. Yep. At this point in well, time. we've mostly done it. <laughs> um, we also want to just make a quick mention of account security. It's something that's always, always, always relevant. Um, we have two security features that you can enable in the game, and one is a lock code which uh, gives you an opportunity to put in a four-digit pin and before you do any transactions in like the auction house, yep. in trades. Um, and it protects your account from someone who maybe logs in and wants to give a bunch of your stuff away. Um, another one that we strongly recommend is YoPass. And it's a way for you to actually link your account to your smartphone device. And so when you go to log in, if you, it'll show you a, a box. And if you actually look on your phone, it'll give you a code to enter into that box in the game. Um, just kind of a way of confirming that, hey, I'm with my phone and I'm playing the game right now. And uh, once you do that once, it shouldn't ask you for a little while because it recognizes your computer. Um, but if you do any clearing cash or anything like that, it will ask you to do it again. But it's one of the best ways to secure your account uh, yep. in case your account gets compromised for whatever reason. For more information, I'm going to post a link in the uh, in the forums. Yes, there's there's a whole bunch of ways yeah. to secure there's a, there's actually a really, really good thread in the forums, which we, we always link to. Yep. Um, but I will link it again in the forum post after this. That is your PSA on account security. Yeah. Da -da 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 -da. Uh, and always remember that there are more than 
one way to secure your account, right? Yes. Uh, and it starts at the beginning, mm -hmm. and you sort of work your way up from there, right? <laughs> so if you have an email account that's associated with your Facebook account, if you want to be really secure, put two-factor authentication on that. Yep. Uh, and then have two-factor authentication on your Facebook account. And then you can throw YoPass on top of that. And then you can throw a lock code on top of that. Mm -hmm. So when you put all of these levels of security together, it should conceivably be impossible. Conceivably. To yep. get into your account. Especially, you know, really someone would have to steal your phone. Mm-hmm. Right, and the the phone would the phone becomes the magic key that unlocks everything. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and that, for but anyone, then you've got a security code on your phone. I hope. Yeah. For anyone who doesn't quite know, two factor authentication is when you're trying to log into something and it sends a code to your phone. That's yeah. kind of what YoPass and, is. And the world has made two factor much easier now. Yes. Where the phone, like the code, literally just pops up on your phone and you type it in. Yeah. Um, I used to find it very very frustrating. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, on a personal side, I had a security breach. Mm -hmm. um, like there, a virus got onto my computer at home or something. Uh -oh. uh, you know, it happens to everyone. Yeah, it's true. Uh, and Google sent me alerts saying somebody's been trying to log into your account from Russia. Mm -hmm. You're not in Russia. <laughs> You're not Russian. And are you? the, the two-factor authentication saved me. So it was like nice. change all your passwords because Google will actually send you alerts and say, "Hey." It's a neat thing that they do, actually. They're like, yeah. hey, you were in Canada two hours ago. It is physically impossible for you to be in Russia, so yep. you should know. Yep. Um, Google's actually great for that, too. It'll show you all of your login history from where you were and all yeah. that information as That's, well. It's like one of the into. cleverest things that they actually do yeah. is to be like, we know that you can't be in two parts of the world, so we're just going to send you an alert. because. <laughs> It's possible that you have a shared email account that's being logged in from multiple locations, yeah. right? Like a family account, like your wife or whatever. Uh, but it's still a neat thing to know. I like that they don't just assume that you've managed to like discover teleportation and that you've managed to go from one place to another really quickly. Yeah. That's very nice of them. Yeah, it's because I don't have I discovered teleportation at <laughs> gmail.com. Yeah, no, Gmail is great. And another thing you can do, and it's really annoying, but don't use the same password for all of your things. Yeah. Um, that's just. And there are tools mm -hmm. that will allow you to do that. Yep. Right? Uh, 1Password is one such tool that allows you to actually secure all of your passwords into a secure encrypted hashed file on your computer yes. and will auto-enter those passwords for you. Yep. Uh, a lot of people are uncomfortable with tools like that. I understand that discomfort because I also feel discomfort with mm -hmm, those tools. Mm -hmm. But it is a possibility if you're sort of open to it. Right? Yeah, totally. So, yeah, make sure your account's secure. It does happen. It happens too. I mean, Andrew and I, we're player happiness engineers. We see reports of players saying that they've been hacked or their accounts compromised all the time and if you don't the police will come after you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which they're outside the door i don't know if they're are they parked oh, in the an ambulance oh he's driving on the wrong side of the road uh-oh that's a real emergency jacob's not speaking into the microphone right now nope. nobody can hear me at all <laughs> i'm so proud of traffic right now <laughs> Because traffic move? all got out of the way of the nice. ambulance. And that is what you should do, folks. Yeah. Pull over. After you finish changing your passwords. Yeah. Pull, pull over, over for ambulances. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So if you have any questions about, you know, account security and ways you can make yep. it more secure, feel send free to ask them on the forums. Even send in a ticket. Yep. Totally. It, we're it's happy totally help. fine. Um, but, you know, account security is obviously something we take very, very seriously. Mm -hmm. uh, your safety is sort of paramount to us. So, Safe and secure. Yep. So That's let us know about. if you have any problems, and we will be more than happy to help out. Cool. Um, the vast majority of account breaches 
Uh, and I'm going to say account breaches because I'm not going to say hacks, and mm-hmm. I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. Accounts don't get hacked. Nope. They have the information for the account given away, mm-hmm. not always through user error, yeah. um, but just given away, and then they get in. Right? And actually, one thing I want to mention, and Andrew and I have both seen this quite often, is if a player, if, if even if a trusted friend matches you on Facebook and says, hey, like my page, yeah. or like my, my niece's page, <clears throat> Um, her daughter is struggling with cancer or something like that, and it really hits your heart. Take an extra second and just kind of think to me, think to yourself, is this because if like a lot of these pages, when you like them, they will ask you to re-enter your Facebook credentials, yeah. which is exactly how they might get them from you. Yeah, right? It's a trick. Yeah. Unfortunately. Sadly. And it, it's sad that some people do it like that. And, and take advantage of things. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and also, you know, we'll just go over the gamut, honestly, like while mm-hmm. we're talking about it. If there is a website that says enter your Facebook username and password and you will get a million yo cash free of charge. Yeah. That's not true. Yep. Uh, and it's weird that I that I'm saying that out loud, but people have fallen for that. Don't fall for that. There is we don't have partnerships with anyone where we've just given them a whole bunch of yo cash to randomly give away. That's not a thing we would do. Yep. And part of that is our commitment to safe and secure, right? Exactly. Uh, we need you to know who trusted partners are. And as of right now, they don't exist. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if there were trusted partners, it would be made very, very clear in the game. Exactly. Right? Because people have asked questions about partnerships and stuff like that before about the game. And, and we're not at that scale now, but in the future we could be. So I, I don't want to, like, shut down that avenue. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, people, you know, people ask about the 7-Eleven partnership that Zynga had yeah. uh, forever ago. Mm-hmm. Um, With the game cards. And stuff like that, right? Yeah. So it's a thing where it's like, yeah, we could have a trusted partner in the future. But I can promise you that it's not going to be a Facebook page with two followers exactly we would make it abundantly clear and it would be advertised on all of our own things as well and that would be the case so yeah if you have any questions as jacob said just let us know ask in the forums send us a ticket we will be more than happy to help we are andrew and i are more than happy to help players proactively secure their accounts yeah it's a really good idea to just check the grammar on a page quite frankly yeah if the grammar (laughs) on a page is really poorly constructed we probably had nothing to do with it yeah, uh, because we do read everything, uh, and we're not perfect. We make mistakes too, right? Mm-hmm. But if it's real, real jagged, it's probably not us. Yep. Hey, speaking of art updates, <laughs> Space Odyssey has come to a close. Uh, we had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, we did. Uh, and now we're moving into contemporary Japanese, and then after that, we are going to be going deep, deep, deep under the water. Oh man. Yeah. Have we announced that yet? We have now. We just did. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going to be doing an underwater theme. Yep. Uh, so and it's going to be so much fun. Yeah, uh, Viking Jamie is extremely excited about it. The house is already done. Uh, so we're pretty excited about that. And yeah, we've got a lot of exciting stuff coming up over the next mm-hmm. couple of months. So keep an eye out. I'm really excited for this Japanese fun. theme because it's uh, going to have a lot of like contemporary items and like home decor stuff, I'm assuming. Yep. Yeah. So It is. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, and the house is already out. Yep. Uh, so the house is sort of set up to be like a marketplace that has uh, this streetscape. Yeah, like an ozen inside, mm-hmm. uh, like a traditional Japanese ozen spa, uh, and then there's like a, a small apartment as well. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of potential for decorating. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Cool. The team's having a lot of fun putting it together. So yeah. we've got some new postcards this week. Yeah, we do. Uh, we have a whole bunch of postcards from XF Lisa, and then I have one here. I think from Bean which we're going to read off. Uh, who wants to go first? 
Andrew? I'll go first, yeah. Yeah, bud. So I've got uh, two postcards here from XF Lisa, uh, both of which very cleverly are, uh, the front is her avatar. Yeah, I know. Uh, various avatars that she has used in uh, Yo World, which is pretty nice to see. Uh, the first one here just says, uh, happy anniversary. Thanks for, oh, there is a stamp over top of the last line. Oh, no. Uh, thanks for saving Yo World. That's what oh, it says nice. there. Good job, awesome. everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, on the, on the back, she's got like an anniversary outfit, too. I think she's kind of themed her outfits. To yeah, the, that's uh, correct. She does have the uh, anniversary yeah. going on there on the back. Neat. And then the second one we uh, have from her here says, uh, I think it says Paris was yeah. the best theme yet for decorating, uh, which is definitely pretty, it was a, pretty nice. There was I, a lot of nice decorations uh, in that yeah. theme. We had a lot of fun as Vikings. We have a whole thread where we just kind of posted our decorating, uh, our rooms for that one. Oh, it was so fun. And this one is uh, in a bear costume with the undershaved from the Viking theme. Yeah. Uh, very Viking-y. Very awesome looking. Mm -hmm. I love those costume pieces. Uh, and it says Viking Valkyrie, hail. And that's from XF Lisa. And then I I've got another I think she might have said, I love the Viking Valerie hair. But oh, it does. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, the re, it's the redirect stamp. Yeah, so it says, stamp. I love the Viking Val Valkyrie hair. I so mean, hail the hair, too, which yeah. is great. It's hail, snow, <laughs> sleet. You got another one, too. Yep, I okay. know. I'm just it's still right. answering people's so questions. So sleep. Uh, so this one is also from XF Lisa, and this is her nerd outfit, nice. which I love, because um, she's got the game controller and mm -hmm. a power glove and a can of Popsy. <laughs> I just actually discovered that that was an item that we had put out, and it yeah. is my favorite. It's because was that like a? Do we have other drinks that were also named? Uh, I, I think yeah, I think we've done stuff so like good. that before. Sprout. And this. Makes me happy because I am wearing my penguins hat right now. Mm -hmm. It says, Jacob, the pens are doing very well so far. Congrats. They are. Go Wings. Except Lisa. <laughs> uh, well, Lisa, uh, it's looking a lot like my pens are going to win the uh -oh. Stanley Cup because we are up 3-1 in the final. So without a monumental collapse, we should be fine. Are you, are you worried that you just made a call before it actually happens? No, because I'm not making a call because I am terrified of a monumental collapse. True. Uh, because the Penguins have proven capable of a monumental collapse before. Yes. Uh, however, one of the guys that I work with did point out that when it comes to choking in the playoffs, the Sharks have far more experience. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we're going with, Andrew. I've got one here from Bean. Uh, Bean! It is Bean! Uh, on the front, it has a picture of Grumpy Cat. Oh, and oh you know, man, it's I love it's the same Grumpy stamp. It's, I know, I just said that to you. That's what I was saying. It's the same stamp as the other ones. They're from very two very different places, I'm assuming. Maybe it's just a coincidence. See, now we're just we're just noticing anyone who's who's not in the room with us, which is a whole lot of you. Um, XF Lisa and Bean had the exact same stamp on it, which is mm -hmm. like this Moon Global USA. And XF Lisa's does not have a return address on it. Which, by the way, here's a great note on postcards: if you put your return address on it. And we draw you for a free T-shirt. It makes it way easier for That's us so to send true. you a T-shirt. So so true. Be, we still have to add, ask you for your shirt size, though. Eventually, so yep. we still will have to get in touch with you. But uh, it does make it easier. Yeah, but for if us. all else fails, we can send a letter. Exactly. <laughs> we'll make it. We'll just make it a long process. Yep. Um, so yeah, on the front of this one, uh, we've got "Don't worry, be grumpy" with a picture of Grumpy Cat. So good. Uh, I really want a Grumpy Cat plushie. Um, we made one, didn't we? I'm pretty did we sure. Have one? Uh, oh no, we had a uh, Yobers. 
Oh, yeah, okay. I wrote Yobers. And on this postcard, Bean has written, BDG team, loving all the updates, love every new release as well. You guys are rocking it. And that part is highlighted. Ooh. Uh-huh. For emphasis. Uh, I am loving all the birds, trees, fountains, etc. I wish we could turn the items 360 degrees. It would be awesome. Yeah, we, we can talk about that in a second. Uh, my wife, Just Ducky, loves you all as well. Thank you. Well, I think that's Just Ducky. That is Just Ducky. Uh, to Jess, uh, thank you to Jess for mentioning my handwriting is so neat. And I actually have to agree, it is so neat. But it's also a lot of thought put into it. There's colors and there's highlights and yep. smiley faces. Big hugs to all of you. Love, Bean. Uh, and about items kind of rotating in 360 degrees, we've talked about it a few times. Uh, in order to do that kind of thing, we'd have to have the artists do fronts and backs for all of the items. Fronties and backsies. Fronties and backsies. Yeah. Um, and we don't necessarily do that for every single item because of timing constraints. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so we've talked about this before, the exact answer. And interestingly enough, the same question was asked by somebody who works in the company, yep. does not work on your world, but asked me the same question yesterday. Mm-hmm. And they said, you know, why are there not full 360-degree views? And it's because we don't actually do stuff in 3D. Yep. If we did stuff in 3D, then you could fully rotate stuff, and it would be no problem. However, Mm -hmm. we actually tried 3D for the game when we first took it over. Really? Yes, Mm -hmm. we did. Initial assets for the game were done in 3D. And you know how long it takes to make a 3D car? I can imagine a very long time. Five days. Oh, no! (laughs) Uh, So when you make one piece of art every five days... Yeah. Your content tends to run a little bit thin. Yeah. We're like, okay, well, if we want to do full content releases, we could hire a team of 500 people. But that doesn't seem financially viable. Mm -mm, mm -mm. So instead, we just did it a different way, and it worked out. Neat. Yep. Well, there's an answer right there. Yeah. Um, You got questions? I got answers. Yep. I am the Canadian Tire of this piece. Is that Canadian Tire slogan? Yeah. Oh. I think so. Maybe it's Home Depot. I, that's what I thought it was. Or Home Hardware. Or Rona. Rona? No, one of them's You Can Do It, We Can Help. That would be a fun match game. <laughs> oh, man, it was Radio Shack. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, I don't think It's so a- funny because it's like, it's... A testament to how successful Radio Shack yeah, is exactly. as a business that I forgot they exist. They should find a little bit more of a descriptive slogan. Well, they're gone. Radio Shack's out of business. Yeah. Now they're all circuit cities. Yep. That's so sad. The ones that were bought. Rest in peace, Radio Shack. Rip. So, okay. hey, better know a Viking. <laughs> Slowed it right down there. Um, got some questions for you there, Andrew. All right. Are you ready? I'm as ready as I'm going to be. Oh, man. Lisa TM, like, my voice is booming in this room today. It, like, it keeps catching something that has the same resonant frequency as my voice. Can <laughs> oh, you hear, hear it? it? Yeah. Something, yeah. It's like a lamp. So. Something oh. has the exact same frequency as my voice for resonation. And when I stop talking, it's like... Yeah, it's true. It's freaky. You're, you're also looking at me and talking very aggressively. Yeah. I'm scared. That's how I do. <laughs> so anyways, what is your favorite type of taco? Do you prefer corn or flour tortillas? Let's talk about it. Nice. Had to be done. Um, this is it's gonna be a bomb dropped right yeah, here. Yeah, see, here's the thing. I'm not really a big fan of tacos because I like having cheese on them, which makes it a quesadilla. There oh, is actually is no cheese on them, like a traditional taco. Really? That is correct. I was always wondering what the difference was. I thought it was how you prepared it, how you wrapped no, it. No, because quesadillas are grilled. I know this because I have a quesadilla maker. <laughs> <laughs> so you prefer? Okay, so then here's a question: Do you prefer 
corn or flour quesadillas. I've never actually had a uh, corn yeah. tortilla, so I've, I've got to go with the flour. Yep. That's fair. If I was to pick between the like the hard and soft shell taco, I can't. I actually, I'm, I'm on the fence. I, both are good for different experiences. Yeah. So here, here's what I will say. Mm-hmm. Usually, if tacos are on the menu, I will have both a hard and a soft shell taco, so I have the best of both it's true. worlds. But what do you eat first, and what do you save for last? Uh, I usually save... Hmm, I, I, it's kind of 50-50, honestly. Like eat when both I think at the same it. time. I love... I actually really like hard shell tacos. Mm-hmm. However, the messy so bad. part of it... Is not great. Because at the first bite, it's just a cataclysm of destruction. So uh, I will say that I have had tacos that literally melted my brain due to their heat uh, in San Francisco. Is that what happened? Yes. In the mission. (laughs) So if you want to, like, live your life right, Mm -hmm. go to a place that serves, like, proper Mexican tacos. Okay. They will be spicy. Mm -hmm. And then you get horchata to go with them. Okay. Which is a cinnamon rice milk. Okay. And it takes the heat away immediately. I don't know how I feel about cinnamon rice milk. You will try it and okay. you will feel very good about it. Well, because it's obviously relieving the heat that you No, but it's also about. delicious. Okay. It's delicious on its own. It's very refreshing. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Um, Lisa TM also wants to know, what is your favorite part of your job? Uh, I'd say favorite part is definitely interacting in-game with people. Yeah. Like Viking parties, stuff like that. You totally do like going to parties a lot. Oh, yeah. does. That's how the taco thing came about. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. It was... Uh, Late night when we were doing the overnights. Yeah. Uh, Can really I tell you honestly, party. I want tacos now? Like real bad. <laughs> I know. We're getting to like the lunchtime. Did you eat anything? We just took a quick break so Jacob could eat something. I had like two candies because there's no food up here. Okay. Sorry. Continue with your story. Jacob rudely interrupted you. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> you asked me a question. <laughs> so you like interacting with players. Yeah. I, I like tacos. Yeah. And you were at a party one night and you were the, this is how the taco drawing came about. Yeah, there was actually a, a player on the forum named Taco oh, nice. that asked me to draw him mm. the taco picture, yep. and so I did. Nice. Yeah, actually, it was never because it wasn't around at that time, so I always wondered how that happened. Yep. And then it became sort of like a running gag yep. where like, it got made his profile picture on the forums, Yep. Uh, and then it became an item in game. Yeah, exactly. And I think uh, Chicken Fingers, did a, Did he do a costume of it? Was it Chicken um, Fingers? No, he did the, uh, he redid the, proper the original drawing as, uh, uh, nice. as the uh, handheld. Yep. Yep. Very neat. Seriously, I want tacos so bad. There used to be a taco place across the street from the office, and now it is not. Which taco place? Oh, the in the in the, yeah. the food court. Yeah. yeah. And now it's not. I think it left shortly after I started. It's because nobody here. ever went there because mm. it was mediocre, but that's what you get from a food court. You can go. You can walk to... Um, I'm not going to Rocco Taco. It's too far away, and it's going to rain. I've never actually been to Rocco Taco. So I know. I, I would about. like to go. That's not what I was talking about. Nobody will ever about. go with me. Oh, Trevor. Does Rocco Taco have hard tacos? <laughs> Rocco Taco is this place. Actually, they're next to they're part. They're one and the same with Early Bird, which is an uh, amazing. They restaurant. are directly across the street from where our office used to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Early Bird in London, Ontario. If you ever happen to be in London, Ontario, oh. if you think you're done with life, mm-hmm. then get the Fat Elvis. Which is what is it again? It's the. It is. A fried peanut butter and banana sandwich. Good Lord. Drenched in peanut butter. Good Lord. It is. I would put the entire dish at probably about 6,000 calories Mm -hmm. because it's all peanut butter. And peanut butter is fairly calorie dense. It's pretty fattening. If you are allergic to peanut butter, do not go there. No, you would. No. Uh, But like their breakfast stack is really good. Um, 
Oh, the turducken sandwich. Oh, man. My favorite is actually the, the popper. Um, which it's is, all good. That's the thing. Yeah, it's like a grilled cheese with nachos and jalapenos and cream cheese and red pepper jelly. Oh, it's so good. Anyway, because uh, we, we, we try not to talk about food on this podcast. I know. Rocco Tacos got fish tacos now. We're not going right now. <laughs> so let me just tell you. Uh, just jumping back to the the taco question real quick. Yep. I really like fish tacos, uh, and they are pretty authentic. Um, but fish tacos are delightful, mm-hmm. especially if they are made well. If they're mediocre, they're mediocre. Well, I have good news for you. There are more taco questions later. So this Terrific. topic, this topic is not <laughs> done. Um, Deadly Lacrimosa wants to know when can we do the zombie shuffle again, Andrew? Uh, you're my favorite zombie. I will zombie shuffle with anybody in game. Just send me a request, and I will always accept that. Nice. One. I'm gonna hold you to that. Yeah. I'm gonna come find you, and we're gonna zombie shuffle. All we're gonna over. throw him in all times. He's gonna stay there for hours on end. Um, Hot Rod wants to know who is the funniest Viking you know. Oh my gosh, what a hard question to answer. Huh? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with Viking Scott on this one. Are you serious? Right I'm now? seriously. I'm okay. sorry, Trevor. Your it's puns. No, it's fine. It's totally your puns. Good. I can't deal with it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Can I tell you something? Fun fact about people who identify as being funny, they don't take it real well when they're not regarded as the funniest person in the room. I'm making more of a joke. I know I'm not the I'm funniest. I'm not. <laughs> it hurts me. I know. It's okay. It's going to be... We're fine. We're going to be fine. Viking Andrew, here's the thing about Viking Andrew. Puns hurt him. Mm-hmm. If you want to hurt Andrew, the best way is through a pun. Yes. Um, yeah. Even in the, and even in the, the PHE room, things get pretty... Uh, disappointing sounding yeah. when i make a pun it's it's, it's frustrating to me a group wide oh yeah yeah absolutely yeah. scott Sometimes. is pre- scott is pretty funny scott is no scott's a very funny guy yeah. he's like the he's like the quiet funny he's like he surprises you with jokes yeah, because, he doesn't like joke a lot but yeah. when he does they are quality very deadpan too just delivery top notch yep wow so here's one from <laughs> A person. Um, if you had to choose three rap LPs, which ones would you choose? I think that player's name is Sheen. Yeah. But it's got a bunch of L's in front of it. <laughs> yeah, and like a one and a three. I'd... Yeah. Uh, so yeah, three rap LPs. Oh, that that's a really tough one. Um, if I on the spot have to pick three, probably be uh, Ready to Die by Notorious B.I.G. All right. Um, College Dropout by Kanye. Okay. And... Really torn between uh, Marshall, Ma- Marshall Mathers LP and the Eminem show, but Ooh. one of those two. I mean, you had to have an Eminem answer in there yeah. at one point in time. I am not a big rap fan. Uh, I, I will throw some out there. Oh, okay. Uh, Personal Journals by Sage Francis mm-hmm. is exceptional. Um, honestly, I need to remember the name of the album. What was it? It may just be off of may just uh, be off Biggie's, like, self-titled. Whichever one has Juicy on it. I do have to say that there are I'm many. ready to die. It mm. was. Which is really inconvenient. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. I mean, I, 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 it's not really widely considered rap, but the most rappiest thing I'm listening to is, to go back to it, the Hamilton soundtrack, the... Hamilton Broadway show, which is loosely, it's, it's based off on a lot of hip hop and rap references. So that's a thing. That's good. Actually, I'm going to send it to you, Andrew, and I'm going to make you listen to it. And you might look at me and go, what is this? And I will say, just give it a chance. Will you say it really creepy like that? I will. Yeah. I'll go right next to you and go, just give it a chance. 
Um, Ness wants to know, what is your favorite Viking breakfast or lunch in the office? Uh, breakfast for lunch. Oh. No, he did it. And that's coming up, too. That is on Friday, Oh, yeah. man. You did mention that you might come in on Friday to work and then also to enjoy some that's breakfast true. for lunch. Yep. Breakfast for lunch is always a good day. Um, what about snack? Uh, you know what? I'm really liking those honey gram balls. Ooh, yeah. Right? Really? Oh, no. They're so good. <laughs> oh, no. Their happiness computers are making these things called, like, honey gram balls. And, yeah, and it's like, just cream cheese and honey grams. But it's also got, like, With chocolate icing, poured over like, it, yeah. icing in them, too. And, yeah. oh, they're, they're so, so good. good. You know what's funny, though? They're very rich, and they never all get eaten. Yeah, I know. It's because you can so have, like, one or two, and then you're like, that was amazing. But, oh, boy, if I have more, I might just fall over. Um, I'm still digging chocolate bread. I mean, <laughs> pumpernickel, pumpernickel and spinach dip is my jam. That is always a good time, too. Yeah. Um, if you could go anywhere on vacation, where would you want to go, Thursday Soleil asks? Uh, I would do a uh, tour of uh, Galapagos Islands. Oh, that's nice. You should Galapago there. Uh, wow. This is why he thinks you're not the fun. I know. Because <laughs> I'm trying too hard. Yeah. <laughs> so, Kitty Cat. I love this question so much. I just love it because it just it's so long and then it just the ending is so good. I was also wondering if you've ever tried Taco Bell. I am a motor city gal. And before I was legal here in the States, we would cross the border to Bar Hop because the drinking age in Canada is 19. After we would hit the Canadian fast fooderies and everything was so much better than what we get. Your Taco Bells had fries on the menu. This was back in 96, 98, and now with the stricter border crossing, sadly, I haven't been to Canada in a long time. Are there still fries on the Taco Bell menu? There are still fries on the Taco Bell Boom. menu. Boom. Answered. Question done. Fun fact. <laughs> those fries are available at KFC. Well, I mean, I think most Taco Bells are now like a KFC Taco Cause, Bell Because it's all KFC Taco yeah. Bell. Um, so they, at one point, KFC just took taco bell fries and they're the same fries now yep but that may be different in the states they may still have the nasty cardboard kfc fries which Mm -hmm. i kind of miss you know the fries that like once they're exposed to air for a minute and a half are no longer edible yeah exactly yeah kfc really was crushing it kfc fries now are like intensely crispy yeah yeah so good yeah yeah and so bad at the same time so bad but so good uh so i think that's all there is to it yeah there there are definitely still fries on the menu yeah I didn't know the menus in the Canadian uh, Taco Bell differ from the ones in the States. Food standards are a big thing. Um, yeah. Like, at, both countries have two different standards for, mm-hmm. like, food service and stuff. Um, I know that like, American Taco Bell started doing breakfast. Yes, and we don't get that. <sighs> so jealous. Well, they also have uh, the all-day breakfast at McDonald's in the U.S. Yeah, too. we don't have all-day breakfast no. here. It only it stops at, what, noon? Uh, no, 10.30. Oh, God. I know Tim Hortons raised their breakfast time at noon. That was the best decision they've ever made. Uh, you know who actually has surprisingly good breakfast is A&W. Hmm. Because uh, you can get, like, the full plate breakfast. And you wouldn't think it, but, like, their bacon and agar, I'm yep. getting hungry. It's, it's <laughs> We're happening. talking about a lot of food. Uh, it's- but their bacon and agar, like, yeah. it's served on a hamburger bun, so you think, what? But it's actually good. Hmm. Yeah. Neat. Yeah, go figure. Hey, uh, here's a question from a wasp. Yeah. Uh <laughs> is awful so what is the best concert you've been to so far and i don't know if the so far like qualifier needs to be there i mean yeah i guess what's the best concert you've ever been to in the future (laughs) time lord (laughs) um uh, best concert so far 
it's really close between uh, Rush and Tool oh. uh, when they played here a few years back. Mm-hmm. They were both like just fantastic shows. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, so I think like I'll, I'll weigh in on this one too. Mm-hmm. I think that that's a really interesting thing too because best concert doesn't even necessarily mean best musical performance. It's true. It's true. Right? Because uh, no, to be fair, he was actually really good. I went to a Rob Zombie concert. Neat. That was insane. The pyrotechnics, I don't know how he didn't melt. Because I was up in the <laughs> nosebleeds, and I could feel the heat from the oh, pyro. Oh, man. It must be, like, directed in a I, way I don't know that... if they just put, like, anti-pyro grease on them to perform yep. or what. Like, actually. Just, like, coat them in, like, a nun. Well, because it exists, yep. right? That's just, hilarious. Like, spray them down. Um, but it was weird because... You know, it sounds sounds like we're a real metal-driven office, but it was like a Corn Rob Zombie concert. <laughs> oh man! And Rob Zombie opened for Corn, which what? I'm usually the outlier in these kind of outlier in these kind of things because I think my my idea of a good concert is an artist that's kind of like willing to bend and like feedback with the audience and like go off the track that they're supposed to. And you're, be, and, you're a weird newsboy cap wearing hipster. I know. Uh, I think my favorite concert, like surprisingly, he's not he's not my favorite artist, but Matt Nathanson. I don't know if you ever heard that. Yeah. I know. Like it was someone I didn't really know of too much about, some, and he was like the coolest guy. And he oh. was just having so much fun with him. Yeah. Like, was, um, also, like on that note, yeah. same sort of thing where I went to a concert and it was like the opening act yeah. and I was not familiar with them at all. Yeah. So the opening act for Nine Inch Nails, which is also a very good concert, I'll point out, yep. uh, which again on our industrial yep. metal theme, uh, <laughs> even though that's not what I classically listen to all the time. Yeah. Uh, but the opening act was Explosions in the Sky. Oh, okay. uh, and Explosions in the Sky, for anyone who's not familiar, is yeah. like a post-rock Basically, like rock orchestral music. Yeah, exactly. Uh, which is really good stuff to work to. Um, but when you see that music performed, it blows your mind. Exactly. Because the complexity of the music is very, very high. Mm-hmm. Great show. You know, I've actually been thinking about it a little bit, and I'm going to throw another one in there Elton John. Oh, oh man. He was on a good show. You saw Elton so John? Good. Yeah. Oh, so jealous. I'm jealous too. It was so good. I have bands that I wish that I could have seen that I didn't. Oh. Uh, like, I'm a big Bare Naked Ladies fan. Oh, yeah. Um, but I won't go see them now. Yeah. They're not a good show. Because also, Stephen Page isn't yeah. in the band anymore. And they used to be a very good show mm-hmm. back when Stephen Page was in the band, is yeah. what I heard. Yeah, I actually went and saw them a few months ago. Yeah. It, was, it was not great. Yeah. Also, it's because Stephen Page is gone, yeah. and he had the voice. Any band that makes the show a party, uh, shout out to Great Big C and Rankin Family. Yep. Two amazing Canadian So if, if we want to go, we, we can do this all day. But <laughs> So Goldfinger puts on a really good show. Oh, yeah. Goldfinger puts on an exceptional show. Yep. Uh, the worst stage show that I have ever seen was by Simple Plan. And it's not because I went to a Simple Plan concert. It's because they opened for Goldfinger. Oh, no. They were terrible and lame. And half of the audience left when Simple Plan left. Because they were there to see Simple Plan. I was like, you guys have no idea what you're missing. Yeah. Because Goldfinger is so exceptional live. Yep. Because they play everything like double tempo. Yep. And they Um, just have a lot of fun with it, too. That's that's a big thing. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I've, I've been to a fair number of concerts. Uh, uh, if you want to go to the craziest concert you've ever been to, and they're hard to see live because they don't perform that much, mm-hmm. Death by Stereo is an insane, insane show. Neat. It is the craziest punk show I have ever been to, and that is a stretch. Yeah. 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 I could honestly, I could talk about this for hours, yeah, but I, I will not but because it gets so tangenty. Um, Great question, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, Hot Rod wants to know, because uh, Hot Rod has like a whole statement here. 
Um, he's now taken to calling you Andy as well, which I don't know how you feel about yeah, that. Okay, I'm not Andy. okay with that. Uh, he's not okay with that. For Take note, Hot Rod. Yeah. Uh, okay, Andy, you've decided to become a happiness engineer for a great Canadian employer, but now you have to deal with a group of people who are generally just not, who are not just unhappy. They are downright testy at times. Testy. Uh, you can do your job perfectly, and yet you will still be loathed by someone. In the customer service industry, this reality can often lead to clinical depression. What steps do you usually take to ensure that you stay the fun-loving, silly person we've become to, we've come to enjoy? I shoot Drew and Trevor with my Nerf gun. Yep, nice. that's pretty much what happens. So I'm the only thing that's keeping him from going insane. Sir, you are a vital part and, of my And that's life. a great question, right? Like one of the things that's really, really important when you're dealing with customers, players, like yep. everyone's sort of different, but it's all sort of the same thing, is to remember that it's never personal. Mm-hmm. It seems that way, mm-hmm. but it's not, yep. right? Where it's like they're angry at the situation or they're angry about something else. I know I used to work in tech support for a internet company. Uh, and I got the most calls of the day at six o'clock when people had gotten home from work and had had a bad day at work and needed someone to be mean to. Yep. Uh, and that's a, that's sort of a reality, right? Yeah. Uh, and one of the things we try to remind players, and actually our players are pretty good about it. They are. Uh, is just, uh, and this is actually something that came from Reddit, but I really like the phrase, and it's remember the human, mm-hmm. right? And it's just remember that there is a human on the other side of the screen mm-hmm. and just Think about that before you write anything. Totally. Ask yourself whether or not, you know, you would say the thing that you were about to say to somebody's face. Yep. You probably wouldn't. <laughs> it's true. It's very uh, true. Anonymity tends to go a long way, right? So just remember that there's there's human beings too, but we yeah. have a lot of fun. Um, we have a lot of fun. We don't we don't often blame players for for being frustrated. We know that you only want to you only email our team when you're frustrated with something that's maybe not working the way you'd expect it to in your game, and that tends to happen. We I mean, no one sends in a support request to to tell us how happy they are. It does happen, which is awesome. Uh, we love we love talking to those people, but yeah. you're only going like to help if you're passionate. Mm-hmm. Fiendish Mob has a weird question. How often do you change your socks? Every day. Gross. It should be five <laughs> times a day. I actually change my socks twice a day. Do you really? I do. When you get home, nothing is better than taking off your socks when you get home, by the way. Yeah. yeah. So, so like I wear socks to work and then I go home and I put on fresh socks. You wear work socks? No, I just oh. wear socks. Okay. They're not work socks. They're just my regular socks, but I put on Why? a new How pair when I get home. Why do that? Why? Huh? I'm just more... Why do you do that? Honestly... Swampfoot. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, it depends. Like, if you keep shoes on all day, your mm-hmm. feet are going to smell worse mm-hmm. uh, than if you just sort of walk around in your socks. Yep. Um, but generally, I don't walk around the office in my socks. So I just put that's on fair. a fresh pair of socks when I get home. Also, it feels really nice. It does. It's weird. It's like a context-changing thing where I'm like, I'm home now, and then I put on socks. Yeah. I, it's Yeah, it's true. We, we all have things where you, like, flip the switch from being at work to being at home. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really important to figure out what those things are yeah uh question from do you want to do do you i, I think you want to do this one Arnold Gooley. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Arnold. i'm back <laughs> uh, so you've been a player happiness engineer for a year now thank you for engineering happiness uh, how many other languages can you speak do you speak austrian <laughs> I do, I speak uh, two languages, English oh. and bad English. Nice. English and bad English. That's why he's the funny one. Aww. Also, <laughs> like, plus 500 props to anybody who gets that reference. Nice. Uh, nice. So, yeah. Thanks, Arnold Gooley. Uh, we got a question here from Lime. 
who we put in a coconut and then drank all up. So <laughs> what is Viking Andrew's favorite Your World theme? And do you guys ever watch videos on YouTube that Your World players make? Um, I, I think my favorite theme uh, so far is probably actually one of the mini themes, the Back to the Future yep. release that we did. That was fun. Uh, yeah, I, I was really hoping we were going to do something for that uh, beforehand. And when we did, that made my, I love Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. So that was my favorite. Yep. yep. Uh, as far as YouTube video go, uh, I don't know how many people actually do. I know I go in every There's once a good in a while and uh, look at uh, like the new videos that are up just to see what people are doing with yeah. like some of the new themes that are coming out. And it's always a good time to see like that creativity that the players have. Well, yep. and when we did the Oscars too, a bunch of the videos went around, and like the stuff that came from those Oscar videos is unbelievable. Like just what players put together and the amount of time that probably went into that—it's crazy. Yep, it's nuts. Lainey wants to know, uh, actually, she doesn't want to know. She wants to quote something for you. And she quotes, happiness is a warm puppy by Charles M. Schultz. Do you agree, Viking Andrew? I would say not all happiness is a warm puppy, okay. but all puppies are warm. All warm puppies are happiness. <laughs> all puppies are warm happiness. <laughs> yeah. I messed that up. Yeah. Charles uh, actually, Schultz, it works for me. Yeah. Warm happiness is a good type of happiness. You this don't want true. cold happiness. No, cold happiness doesn't sound like happiness at all. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I completely agree. Puppies are amazing. Um, anytime we can get our hands on puppies in the office, it's the best. Oh, Viking. Was it Viking Bianca that brought in Coco? Oh, That Coco. wasn't a real dog. That, that, that was, was not a real that dog. That wasn't a real dog. It that, was like the, the cutest thing I've ever seen. It was, I, <sighs> Buttercup says, hi, Viking Andrew. Thanks for making your world a better place. I'd like to know if you could make us a taco dog. Um, and then also, what is your favorite costume in your world? And can you meet me for tacos later? Uh, I mean, I could definitely do a taco dog. Yep. Probably uh, wouldn't ever get put in the game, but I can post it on the forum in the uh, podcast thread. Yeah, do it. So I will definitely do that. Uh, my favorite costume is my taco costume. I yep. think that answer was, um, that was a handout to you. Yeah. That was, yeah. <laughs> Which uh, actually uh, Viking John just uh, gave to me last week, so I can nice. have like my handheld as a full-on costume. Amazing. Super excited about that. Uh, tacos. I mean, if you want to pay for my travel to wherever you are, I will gladly have a taco with you. Nice. Excellent. Nice. Uh, and Ziplocket says, what is your favorite thing to do in your world as a player? Not a gamer or a helper, just as a player. Um, I'm going to go back to what we said earlier, just like interacting with people at parties. That's yep. that's definitely my favorite thing to do in game. Decorating is yeah. actually mine. I you know, actually agree with you. That's something I've been like really, really addicted to recently, especially yeah. like the sci-fi thing. Like when you start the- putting stuff together, you're like, wow, this is... I love messing with perspective and yep. doing like sunken areas and rooms and seeing what other players like. There's been so many players that have given yeah, me inspiration. Like, and for you it. learn so much from other players, right? Yes. Where you're like, wow, you're crazy good at this. Yeah. Yeah, it's nuts. Hey, that's it for Butter Viking. Thanks, Viking Andrew. Wait a minute. Butter Viking. Butter Viking. I want, I want, I want uh, the sound guy to actually echo that version of. Boy, it's a good thing that we have edits, I'll tell you. Yeah, it really is. Uh, Amy Pond says, who else but Doctor Who? I mean, that's pretty obvious. Her name is yes. Amy Pond. Who else? Um, if anyone doesn't know, Amy Pond is a Doctor Who reference. Uh, Thursday uh, Soleil says, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy because nice. 42, yep. which is terrific. Mm-hmm. Also, um, I miss Alan Rickman. Just going to point that out there. Okay, good. Because he was in the movie. Yes, I know. Yeah, okay. I'm also sad about it. Please okay. don't bring it up. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make that kind of day. I... Honestly, don't understand why the loss of Alan Rickman makes me want to cry, but it really does. It's okay. 
It's going to be okay. I, I didn't mean to bring it up. I liked him a lot. Are you very volatile? I didn't mean to bring it up. I, I don't leave it on Rickman. <laughs> Catch up with Ding Dong. Um, so, Viking Andrew's going to read the next one. Uh, so the next one here is from uh, Wild, uh, Wild, Wild Lacey. Lacey. Yeah. All right. And uh, it says, uh, it's it's cool. Many of you guys at PPG cosplay. I've done some Doctor Who cosplay myself. Little happy face. <laughs> um, some of my favorite sci-fi would have to be uh, Star Wars, but <laughs> but more old Republic stuff. Hmm. Uh, Doctor Who and Stargate. Nice, nice. I <laughs> say I'm a big fan of the original Stargate movie. Oh, really? Absolutely nice. love it. <laughs> so here's a question from Stars to Sparkles. Nope, not a question. Okay, well, it's a thing. My favorite sci-fi TV shows were in no particular order. Space 1999, as I thought the shapeshifter Maya was cool. Star Trek for the banter between Spock and McCoy in episodes of Star Trek The Next Generation for the new look on an old favorite. And I'm so thrilled CBS is bringing back Star Trek next year. As for sci-fi movies, Star Wars movies all the way. Neat. Star Wars movies all the way. I agree. I'm very excited for Rogue One. I don't know if you guys oh, are excited for Rogue One. I wasn't excited for it until I saw the trailer. Out. The trailer looks so good. What, for Rogue One? Yeah. That's the sound in the trailer. It's so I good. I know. <laughs> Sorry, Thank Chris. you for reminding me. <laughs> uh, Lainey says, I'm a wee bit uh, mature, LOL. I love all the old sci-fi films and TV shows like... Uh, Quatermass? Quatermass Experiment. Quatermass? See, that just... I, I, I just didn't know about that one. Quatermass Experiment, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Val- Galaxy V, which, which is, is a great show. also pretty new. Uh, there was... It was the original older one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, the Outer Limits, The Prisoner. Yes, I think that's sci-fi. Uh, and the Devil Emoticon. Uh, the Twilight Zone, Star Trek, and Star Trek. Yep. So one of the interesting things, uh, if you look at what Lanny said here, most of these things have been remade. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, so... This one's from Fox Mulder. <laughs> so let's let's take a guess. Yeah. Uh, Twilight <laughs> Zone, Star Trek, Frankenstein, E.T., Aliens, Back to the Future, Jurassic Park, and The Fifth Element. How about a spy f- theme? Spy, spy fiction? Fi. Yeah. Spy fi. That's awesome. Uh, love time travel, parallel universe, and extraterrestrial beings. Uh, haven't seen Doctor Who, but would probably like it. Love old B-movies with crazy mad scientists, especially if they're Vincent Price, The Fly, anything weird like that. Interesting that Fox Mulder did not mention the X-Files. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking, uh, yeah, too. That's what like, Breaking Andrew was saying. Um, I actually think, honestly, if you do like all of those things, you will love Doctor Who. And I highly recommend it, and I think you so should get into it. I am supposed to love Doctor Who. You should. Uh, and I have watched it and not disliked it. Okay. But I feel like Doctor Who, and I have heard this from people who are big Doctor Who fans, yeah. especially... It's a time investment, and you have to give yourself time to get into it. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I'll just watch old episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It's okay to start a little bit later with the new, with the revamp of it. Yeah. Um, With the, like, the newer Doctors. Um, It's okay. Because it's not a standard timeline anyways, so. They do make references to the older series. Like, they do talk about it, but, I mean, you're fine. You get by without doing it. They actually do, like, another cut later where even newer people can get into it, but I don't recommend that part. Um, we can talk about that later, though. Sure, we will. Um, hey, some player questions. That is it, though, for your favorite sci-fi things. It actually, I love how this theme kind of brought some sci-fi people out from the depths of the uh, the Yo World forums. They yeah. kind of like showed their sci-fi flags, and I, I really enjoyed yeah, it. One of the challenges, uh, just to speak to the sci-fi theme, one of the challenges that we had with the sci-fi theme is that there's so much of it, yep. and everybody kind of wanted their little piece of it in there, and it's 
at the same time, we have to try and make themes cohesive, right? We have to try and make mm -hmm. them make sense to people. And if we don't make them make sense to people, yep. then we get in trouble. So, yeah. And that's kind of what we tried doing with the retro thing, where we had those two different Yeah, and we brought a bunch of stuff together. Yeah, and it was, I think it was fun. It was a yep. really good way of doing it. Lasers. Um, so, your player questions. Ashley says, I don't do the space themes or the Viking themes. Uh, when will we start getting nice new homes instead of these two and just coin strips of land? Please give us something nice that everyone can decorate. I'm sure that there are plenty of other players that feel the same way, and we have several of the space homes and Viking homes as well. Please, no more. So I'll talk to that. <laughs> uh, it's actually kind of interesting, Ashley, because you've inadvertently hit the nail on the head. Mm -hmm. uh, that there's a couple of themes that weren't for you. Mm -hmm. uh, and at the same time, you kind of suggest, give us something that everyone can decorate. But this is one of the challenges of having people who are really involved and really passionate about the game, right? Yep. Is everyone kind of has different views about what they'd like to decorate and what works best for them and what they're most interested in. And, you know, we've been very clear on numerous occasions that it is not intended that everybody wants everything that exactly. we release because we can't please everybody what we can do is we can take your feedback and we can listen to it and mm -hmm. we can do the best we possibly can with that feedback yep you know based on your response it sounds like you're looking for something but i don't know what it is that you're looking for mm -hmm. so you know we've kind of talked about the idea of constructive feedback in the past too uh so if you want to provide constructive feedback you can say i would be interested in something like this you know i'm like if you say, I'm looking for a contemporary house that's probably New York-based, it has like a brownstone feel mm -hmm. with high ceilings, wood floors, stone walls, you've created a very, very good word picture so we know exactly what it is you're thinking. And it's easy for us to do. A as opposed point. to, you know, if you say, make something everyone will like, well, that's a very, very broad request. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I'm not trying to call you out. I'm just trying to let you know where we come from on this, right? Yeah. Um, where... You know, sci-fi is a really good example. We mm -hmm. had a ton of people ask for sci-fi for a long time. Mm -hmm. uh, and we sort of stayed away from it. And, you know, somebody actually called me out on the forums for it. I'm okay with it. Where they're like, not so niche now, huh? Well, I disagree with you. Sci-fi is actually still pretty niche, right? Yeah. But it did well enough to justify its existence, mm -hmm. right? We will continue to experiment with new stuff all the time. Yep. We'll continue to do new stuff all the time. Um, so just, you know, stick with us. Stuff's yeah. coming. We do our best to keep a very open mind about it. And yep. we know that your world is a very diverse set of players. Yep. We have, I mean, just look at our opinions of music that we were talking about earlier. There's like, 70,000 people that play the game every day. Yeah. And right. everyone is going to be into something different. And so we want to do our best to make sure that there's going to be a theme for all players. We can't make a theme for every single player because that's just not going to happen. Yep. Um, so we do our best to mix it up. You can't please all the people all the time. Mm -hmm. You can only please a statistically relevant number of people <laughs> some of the time. Yep. That's, that's quotable right there. <laughs> um, so a question from, actually just more of a statement from the last episode. Viola Ray Gold says, I like how you guys mention food in every podcast ever with reference to, we said, make your pizza. And I actually said in the forums, we didn't make a reference to food in the last episode. Yep. And she just kind of stumped me. We did actually make a reference to food. Uh, on the plus side, we are still making her very happy with all the food that we yep, talked about today. We talked about tacos. We I, talked We could almost it. make food a segment. We talked about food so much. Yeah, but then it would like ruin the beauty of it, right? Yeah. It just, it, it, it inspires from nowhere. That's <laughs> true. Uh, <laughs> it just, it comes from the depth of my stomach. <laughs> Wasp says, the best part about the podcast, your beautiful English voices. Just wanted you guys know that I am deeply grateful for the game's availability where I live. Uh, Cinderella's shoe, free gift event. Just knows so much that I've never even heard about, but love emoticon. We have beautiful English voices. Is that a sure. thing? I guess so. I don't know. I mean, I know you have a very beautiful English voice, Trevor. Hey, here's a question from Smitten Kitten. Why is Trevor the worst? We oh. don't know, Smitten. 
We don't know. Uh, cuts deep, smitten kitten. Uh, I think it's the puns. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> That's not actually the question. So it says, unfortunately, I didn't get my question in on time for this podcast, but I was wondering if there are plans to refurbish and restock some of the other stores that are available. Your world has more than just the fashion store and furniture store. I would love to see a Let's Restock the Shelves kind of release that covers the other shopping places in Yo. This includes gifts and flowers, Yo Depot music store. All of these items should be staple items that can be updated and rotated on occasion, but are available for decorator use all the time. So that's a really good point, Smitten, and I really like it. Um, it all comes down to the number of people that we have on the team, mm-hmm. which is always the challenge. Um, yep. If you actually were to do an item count, and I can tell you that there is somebody on the forums who has actually done this and taken a look at the item count of themes, the item count of themes is constantly growing, mm-hmm. uh, and this is based on player feedback. There never seems to be enough items to make people happy, and that is not a complaint. That's a terrific problem to have. You know, people obviously respond well to the stuff that we're working on, and we're happy to keep delivering it. Totally. Uh, but when we do stuff like, you know, here's a really good example. We just did new levels, right? So when we added 300 levels to the game, mm-hmm. we added a grand, grand total of almost 100 free items to the game. Which is a lot. For all of those levels, yes. right? So those are items that we don't see a return on. Mm-hmm. We just give away for free. Uh, We've been giving away more free items at the beginning of every theme. We've also been giving free items away at the beginning of every holiday. Yep. Uh, We also have a whole bunch of art that goes into things like the user interface and other stuff that goes into the game. And on top of that, we then have theme planning. We have other projects that our art team has to work on that Mm -hmm. we can't speak about but are related to Yo uh, that are ongoing. Uh, we have just hired a new artist. Actually, we just hired one who's going to be starting next Monday. We are still hiring. We're always hiring more. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those things where these things haven't been done not because we don't want to do them, but because we simply don't have enough people. Yep. Um, and, you know, people, uh, we've heard players make complaints about that. Why don't you have enough people? Well, one, it's hard to find people. <laughs> it's a big part it's of the very challenge. very hard, yeah. Uh, and two, we have to be very careful about not overhiring. Right? We have to make sure that we maintain a pace that makes the game sustainable because we have made a commitment to players to keep this game viable as long as we possibly can. And yep. that's what we're here to do. Uh, so that means that sometimes we're going to make decisions that you disagree with because they're in the long-term interest of the game and not the short-term interest of mm-hmm. individual players. Um, so stuff like that all sort of adds up to be, you know, will we do this in the future? Yeah, I like the idea. We actually, at one point in the future, plan on completely revamping all of the stores in the game so that they make a lot more sense. Uh, I know uh, when we first took over the game, and I know that this problem has not gone away, the biggest issue that I had as a player was I couldn't find anything. Yeah, it's true. Um, you weren't sure that, where to look. Too, and that's something it? that yeah. we are endeavoring to fix right now yeah. uh, because we want to bring more people into the game and sort of regrow the game and stuff like that. So there's a whole bunch of stuff that goes together. I know it's sort of a long-winded answer to say I like the idea, just not right now. But I do want to start, try and give a little bit more context as to why we make these decisions mm-hmm. and that they're not just sort of spur-of-the-moment decisions just to say no. It's just we don't have the people right now. We're it's trying true. to get the people. One day we'll have the people. Then we'll do things like <laughs> this. A plus B equals C at that point, yeah. yeah. Um, Buttercup says, could you please give us the option to turn off the pet chatterings? Their talk is a little bit too repetitive. Before, pets didn't talk, or if they did, it wasn't so much... Uh, to quote the space dog, in space, no one can hear you bark, which is one of my favorite quotes. And actually, I'm going to say that is the, uh, that's the question of the week. Um, so actually to answer this is, uh, this kind of falls in place as well as with our recent Valerie the Viking uh, NPC that we had in the game. Yep. Some players are actually mentioning that. Valerie the Valkyrie. Valerie the, yeah, Valerie the Valkyrie. Yep. God, such a mouthful. 
Um, some players were mentioning that the the speech bubbles, the things that she was saying was coming, it was a little bit too repetitive. Yep. Um, and we can understand that if you're in Alton's trying to talk to someone and then she kind of jumps in and interrupts your conversation. I used to be an adventurer <laughs> like you. It's, uh, it tends to kind of derail your conversation a couple times. So, I mean, we were just talking about it. This is something we, we definitely like to look into. Maybe something we don't have the functionality to do at this very moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's something we'd have to add to the UI to make sure that we can actually be able to turn off those NPC chatterings. Um, but a really neat idea and something definitely worth looking into. Yep. I agree. Boosh. Wild Lacey also says, oh, okay. uh, what game are you guys currently playing a lot in your free time? Also, which one do you prefer the most? Wii U, Xbox One, PlayStation, or PC? Uh, yeah, I am a PC guy through and through. See, uh, Andrew and I are, I, I kind of, I switch back. I go back and forth between both sides. I think, do you want to answer this one, Andrew? Um, I'm like, a, what <laughs> game are you playing right now? Right, like, my most played game right now is EA Sports UFC 2. Okay. Um, followed by Overwatch, which I'm sure is going to be a fairly popular response. What? Yep. No. I've um, never played Overwatch. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Over what? Uh, um, Rocket League. Oh, yeah, and Rocket still League. still playing a lot of Rocket League. Yeah. I haven't been playing a lot of Rocket League lately. Yeah. Um, it's because I've been playing Overwatch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, generally what I do is I like to start off with a little bit of Overwatch, and then I follow that up with some Overwatch, and then I... Uh, I and then you cleanse your palette with... I cleanse my palette with Overwatch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I play a lot of Overwatch. I haven't been playing as much the last couple of days because I've been really, really busy. Sorry, of what? Overwatch. Oh, okay, Overwatch. Yeah. Uh, so, if you guys aren't familiar with Overwatch... Uh, it's a good game. It's a great game. It's a new Blizzard game. It is a first-person shooter, uh, but it is in the 90s shooter vein, so the the speed is very fast. Yes. The speed is fast, but it's also kind of got like this... Uh, you play as a it different is character. Yeah. Character. Character. Uh, character. You, you threw me off. It is tactical. You work with your team. You... Hopefully. <laughs> want to make sure that your team is all doing... You all have different jobs, and you want to make sure that you're, uh, you're working well together. Blizzard has this thing of releasing a game and then making the game extremely addictive. Yep. Um, um, also, they, they've done a really good job. Like, Overwatch has a whole bunch of external support stuff, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of really good backstory videos and stuff that's really, really yeah. cool. Um, so, Thank yeah, you. it's a re- it's a really fun game. Um, Other uh, than that, I'm playing The Rise of the Tomb Raider right now. Yeah. Kind of trying to finish that one. Tomb Raider is just a great series. Yeah. I like Lara Croft a lot. Yeah. Freshy Rayar asks, why haven't you guys brought this game to smartphone devices? Everybody has an iPhone or a Galaxy type phone. Games that get to smartphones get more people. You guys are kind of slacking. Yeah. So I'll answer that. Okay. Uh, that is a complex technical endeavor. Mm-hmm. And that is the short version of the answer. Yep. Your world has been made in Flash. Adobe Flash. iPhones do not support Flash. Yep. Converting Flash into a web view is highly complex and very difficult to do. It doesn't come without errors. And exactly. Yep. Uh, why haven't we done it yet? Because we have a small team, as I sort of mentioned, talking about mm-hmm. you know Smitten's question before, and it's not a high priority for us right now. We would, we would honestly, we would love to. That's mm-hmm. something we would love to uh, do. It's just extremely I, I, difficult. If you would like the in-depth answer to that yeah. question, I am very happy to give it. And here is the actual answer to that question. Your world has an established fan base on Facebook. Mm-hmm. We do not have an established fan base on mobile. Mobile cost per install is very, very expensive to grow a title. You're looking at anywhere between 5 and $50 to get a player to open your game on a phone. 
that's how much you pay for it. And that's a thing a lot of people don't know about mm -hmm. is that paid traffic is a very, very real demon that we have to deal with in the industry mm -hmm. uh, because we have to, th there's so many games out there. There's so much noise that we have to get people into the game. Um, and the only way to do that is to pay for it. Yep. So we tend to focus on where we know the success is right now. Is it something that we'll consider for the future? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, does the user interface even support being at that small a scale? And that's that's, a, hard, that's yeah. another question entirely, right? And there's there's a whole bunch of questions that if you stop and think about it, you start questioning whether or not it's even viable. Yep. Do people play it in Puffin? Yes. Puffin, is it a yeah. is it a perfect experience? Absolutely not. And is it a secure way of playing the game? Not at all. Yeah, and it's something we've said a number of times, yeah. too. So just for the people who are playing with Puffin, just so you know, Puffin is strict data forwarding yep. from a server outside of North America. Mm -hmm. It is, in fact, in China. So it is redirected traffic leaving North America and coming back to China, which has a whole host of privacy concerns to yep. begin with because you are no longer bound by U.S. privacy law when you submit stuff to that. Mm -hmm. uh, and as far as we know, it's not encrypted traffic because yep. you can still see the game. Uh, so there's a whole bunch of security concerns there. But like when it goes back to just building the app, building an app for a phone is probably a five to seven person team endeavor for a year it's true minimum so that's just a long of, answer <laughs> yeah and the act the actual answer quite frankly is drastically longer than that i yeah. could literally talk about it for two hours yep and i will be <laughs> um but it's something we like to bring up every once in a while in case we have new listeners who haven't heard the answer to that question we've answered yeah. it before and we like to kind of remind players of the challenges that we face with with moving yeah, it to it, mobile it's, there is not a single thing that we don't do yep. out of laziness. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, we do, we're not we're not just kind of we're not slacking in the sense of not moving this game to mobile. It is a very 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 big challenge. And to yeah. do that, we would have to pull people away from adding things to the game now and making sure it's staying with our existing yeah. players. Yeah. You know, there there are arguments to be made of we had to update the entire server infrastructure yep. to modernize it. Guess what? You would need to update that server infrastructure in order to put it on mobile. Yep. Right? And a thing that you also don't know about being on mobile is that in order to be on mobile, you need to follow all of Apple's rules and all of Google's rules. Yep. You have to build according to their technology constraints, not yours. Mm -hmm. So there's all this stuff that sort of comes together. It's like, this is hard. Yeah, it is. We want to do it eventually, but there's probably better stuff for us to focus on, especially when it comes to the long-term sustainability of the game mm -hmm. right now. Totally. Yeah. Um, Arnold Gooley. Bah! Uh, wants to know when you make a bench ah, like a bench press <laughs> is there a limit of how many people you could sit on a bench not if I'm lifting it <laughs> some benches slash sofas can fit four people not me I'm huge I wondered if you could fit five or six people I am not suggesting you do that I just want to know why it can't or can't be made ah. <laughs> Well, it can. It, it can. It totally can. Yeah, we just need to make longer stuff. Yeah, we don't. Uh, we don't necessarily have a sudden urge to make a five or six person sofa, but if we want to, then there totally. may be a day coming up where that's valid. Maybe a day of long time in the future or a short time in the future. Yeah. Uh, Amy Pond says, "Have you seen Space Dogs? Perhaps with small children in the past couple of years. I can't do it." Uh, so Amy Pond says, "Have you seen Space Dogs?" 
And a direct quote, she did write Praps. Praps. Which I love, Which Amy. I thought was a noun. I yeah. swear to God, I thought it was a noun. Because I'm assuming that it's a shortened perhaps, and I love it. Praps. Yeah. Have you seen Space Dogs, Praps with Small Children in the past couple of years? Did this movie contribute to the inspiration of the sci-fi theme? I haven't seen Space Dogs. Mm-mm. I do have small children. They did contribute to the inspiration of the theme, but the movie did not. <laughs> That's true. That's a really good point. I'm sure they would like the movie. Uh, Andrew and I watched the trailer this morning. It looked pretty like it was like a frankly late 2000s. Frankly, my film. kids like most things, especially Paw Patrol. Oh, kids love Paw Patrol right now. We just bought a Paw Patroller yesterday. What is a Paw Patroller? A car? It is a truck <gasps> this big that all of the Paw Patrol can ride in. Oh, man. That's exciting. And it's actually pretty well engineered. Nice. It's pretty good. Uh, it's very expensive. Yeah. Uh, but grandma and grandpa from out of town sent a good chunk of money for my daughter's birthday, birthday? Uh, which is this month. Sweet. Uh, and I I caved. I dad caved real bad. Uh, and I, like she, look, I'm not going to lie. It was 90 bucks. Okay. Uh, that could be worse. They were 150 at Christmas because yeah. they're out of stock everywhere. Uh, but she had like 50 bucks from her grandparents. And yep. I was like, I'll pick up the slack. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Viking Andrew, do you want to read the next one? I will. Um, <clears throat> so this next one is from uh, Coca-Cola Peach Girl. Makes sense. Who mm-hmm. asks, uh, who was the founder of Coca-Cola and what year did he concoct his delicious elixir? Even better, what is the one secret? What is one of the secret ingredients in the Coca-Cola X ingredient list? You'll be surprised to learn something you didn't know. Hmm. Hmm. For the first two questions, I have zero idea. I could make a wild guess, but I would be afraid of being so very wrong. It was a really long time ago, so I'm going to say that his name was John. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Paul. Because um, um, a lot of people were named John. It's true. Uh, when did he concoct his delicious elixir? I have no idea. One of the it? secret ingredients, as far as I know, was cocaine. I, I, I was thinking... And I don't... I've never actually looked up whether or not... That's more like a like a myth, right? Yeah. That's one of those like... Like an tales. urban legend thing? Um, I was going to say Peach... Uh, because her name is Coca-Cola Peach okay. Girl. So, huh? hold on. John Pemberton. No way. It's it's like you're pretty pretty solid if you say John. How many people were named John at that All point? All of them. All of them. <laughs> yeah. um, so, 1886. I was going to say early 1900s, so I wasn't too, too far off. Hey, so Smitten Kitten said, I just noticed that you took out the benches that were the fountain at Alton's. Can we please have those back? Uh, yeah, I'll look into it. That's really simple. Yeah. I didn't know we took them out. Uh, I didn't either. But it's they a may, mystery. No, when we did that decoration for, yeah, Viking, for the Vikings, they may have just been not replaced mm-hmm. accidentally. So Neat. Cool. For the next one. All right. Uh, Aquamarine Gem says, uh, what are your favorite video games outside of your world? Uh, my personal favorite video game of all time, Conqueror's Bad Fur Day for the Nintendo 64. Oh, my gosh. What a good choice. That's a great game. Oh, man. I feel like I have to like somehow like not upset Jacob with my answer now. <laughs> no, but that's a really good answer. <sighs> Did you not play Conqueror's Bad Fur Day? No, I didn't. It's, I'm going uh, to say Gex would be my one of five. It's probably Rare's masterpiece, quite frankly. Really? Oh, yeah, it's I would so say good. it's the best game Rare made. Very neat. Well, good answer, everyone. Everyone but me. And they remastered it, too. <laughs> yeah, live and reloaded for the uh, Xbox. Yeah. We got a thing now. Yeah, shut up. Uh, hey, what's your what's your game? I don't know. I have to say, it, it's kind of going back, like you mentioned, the 90s shooter. I, Unreal Tournament is like yep. my mm-hmm. favorite game of all time. Um, 
I've had a lot though. It's interesting. Like I've had so many, and a lot yeah. of them. I've I've answered this on the podcast before. I think a lot of it tends to be experiential, right? Like my experience with the game is sort of what plays into it. Um, but one of my favorite games of all time is Splinter Cell, especially the original Splinter Cell. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second one didn't happen, uh, and then the third one was very good too. <laughs> Um, it's because Ubi Shanghai exists to make games bad. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Ubi Shanghai. I still love you. Uh, and also Prince of Persia. Oh, uh, the yeah. Xbox remastered version. Yes, yeah. I agree with you on that one too. It was really, it was really, really good. Really good. Um, it was like the first game that had a real decent story to it. So I really Like you're that. talking about the start of the new franchise? Yeah. 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 I thought many people like that game actually. Yeah. We're going to do this question from Gone too. Hey guys, <laughs> I was wondering if you could make flag handhelds from different places. We have many American flags, but very little from Europe, Asia, and South America. It would be nice. Uh, sure, one day. It would be nice. Lots of countries out there, though. We will... Uh, yeah, we talked about that on the last podcast, yeah, exactly. 192. Yep. In or around there, um, depending on what day of the week it is. Um, Firm the Krog wants to know, um, will we ever see multi-buy option when we're at home to be able to drop like 100 rugs into a room at one time? This is actually that, two questions that I morphed That's together. a really neat idea. Yeah. Uh, it's something that we'll look into in the future for sure. Yeah. Yeah, we'd be afraid of players purchasing too many of one item at and once. And having a problem, yeah. Yeah, and as player happiness engineers, that would be a fun <laughs> ticket for us to handle. So here's a good question from Ziploc, and I know that Ziploc actually did have a problem with this a while back. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's probably just a little bit of clarification. Oh, I see. Uh, can we buddy Vikings, and do they have special identifiable badges? Uh, can we run to them in-game for help? Can the happiness engineer show an online status in-game with a message box so he or she can be contacted with help requests? So let's just plow through this. Yep. Uh, can you buddy with Vikings? You can. Generally, Vikings will not add you as a buddy. That's true. Uh, because we don't want to be shown to sh- be showing preferential treatment. There are people who have Vikings on their buddy list. Uh, at one point, we had a bug with one of our tools that just yep. added players randomly. Gross. <laughs> that just added players randomly to our buddy list. Yep. Um, and a lot of us, quite frankly, just haven't gone and removed all of those people from our buddy lists. And another thing, too, is that we'll often be in the game testing things or something like that. And yeah. if we have players on our buddy list who might come and visit us, it might just be a little bit distracting. We, yeah. It's not a personal thing. Uh, we would love yeah, to. I actually but. have people that I had on my buddy list, you know, accidentally or whatever, that I told I have to remove. And they were a little upset. And I'm like, yeah. it's not a personal thing. It's just like it was actually when I was working on an in-game event. Right. And like right. doing a character thing and they like showed up at my house and I was like putting on my character costume and stuff. And I was like, uh, you're not supposed to see this. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the middle of changing. And do, we, do we have special identifiable badges? Absolutely. We totally. Do. Uh, with the new user interface, we do have Viking icons uh, right under our names. Uh, right beside our names. names yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right under our yo's, I should say. Um, a very distinct orange uh, color to it as well. Uh, can we run to them in game for help? Uh, you can, that doesn't necessarily mean that they'll be able to help you. Often Mm -hmm. we redirect people directly back to the PHE team. Uh, and the reason for that is because we want people to come in the order that they come to us for help. Mm -hmm. So we don't want people sort of jumping the queue and getting ahead of someone else who may have been waiting a little bit uh, to get an answer. And it's the same reason we can't do live support. We can't show an online status in the game that says we're ready to help because there's a lot of players who submitted a ticket, uh, maybe a couple days before that and they're waiting back for an answer. So it wouldn't be very fair. Yep. Uh, and can the happiness engineer show an online status in game with a message box so here she can be contacted with help requests? No. Same nope. sort of thing. Boom. Uh, so here's a question from Buttercup, uh, and it's going to be a real quick answer. Uh, what's your estimated monthly operating cost? We won't tell you that. Uh, how much money do you need a month per 100 players? We won't tell you that either. Uh, it's also a very, very difficult thing to sort of substantiate. 
Uh, and can we pay a monthly fee for perks and freebies? I.e., I was as hair as your cash in the VIP program. Uh, there are certain perks and freebies in the VIP program. Uh, I can't go into detail because we are still working out the last of the mm -hmm. details, and I don't want to sort of overpromise, underdeliver. Um, the estimated monthly operating cost is an interesting question. It's not that we won't tell you that from a standpoint of we're trying to keep it secret. It's yeah. something that we just we can't we can't express. It's yeah. not something that we are able to share. That kind of information is important to our team and important to our success. Yeah, and it's also very important to understand that sharing things like that can also create a perception, mm -hmm. um, whether it be positive or negative, because people can read into anything they want, however they want. Yep, uh, and that's both players. And potential investors, mm -hmm. uh, which, you know, we uh, we take a lot of pride in as a company being independent. Yep. Um, but that doesn't mean that we are opposed to people giving us money, mm -hmm. right? So that that's the thing that we're always sort of wary of and making sure that we're not being perceived in a way that would threaten the game in any way. Yeah, exactly. Which is sort of a big thing for us. We do have a question for you guys. This is it. Question for your fans. More of a task for your fans. Um, yeah. Something that I am personally very excited about. Help us make some mad yo libs. Mad yo libs. Uh, so we'll be posting a template for people on the forums uh, to use nouns, verbs, adjectives, places, and other literary things and using a random generator to pick them. Yeah. So you give us some nouns, give us some verbs, action words, whatever. If you've never done mad libs before, basically you give us some words, we plop them into an already created story and just fill in the blanks and often hilarity ensues. Yes. Um, so Please try to avoid dirty words. Yes, and that's the thing. It's like appropriate answers will have to be appropriate. They're going to be yeah. on the forums. Cause just because we ask doesn't mean that you can't get in trouble on the forums. Yeah, exactly. Um, so once you give us your answers, we'll put them into a handy-dandy spreadsheet and pick the answers randomly and see where it leads us. I'm actually not going to let you see them yeah. next week. Before, before we read them. Yeah, because yeah. it's going to be a great time. Um, so, so yeah. That's it for the Your World Podcast. As always, you can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Yoville. Hit us up on the forums at forums.yoworld.com. Questions, comments, concerns, take a look at that help tab up at the top of the game. There is somebody standing by waiting to answer your email. Also remember, Viking parties generally happen on Wednesdays and Fridays. So if you're looking to talk about Viking in game, that's where we'll be. For the Your World Podcast, I'm Jacob. I'm Trevor. And I'm Andrew. Goodbye. <laughs>